la 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 screen peeking bop 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 Hey everybody, welcome to episode 50 of Screen Peeking, a monthly podcast where my cousin Ziggy and I get together to talk about video games and anything video game related. Um, on today's episode, we're going to get a little review of Ollie Ollie World from Zig, and we're also going to talk about our uh, 2022 Metacritic game predictions. Um, kind of get some of our predicted scores in there and uh, kind of go through that, so now it's, that's exciting. Um, and uh, so let's just start it off as we always do, Zig, um, with uh, what we've been playing and uh, what you've been up to this last month. Yeah, so I've kind of only been playing Ollie Ollie World, to be honest. I... Actually, that's not entirely true. I finished, uh, Tesla and I finished our uh, playthrough of The Last of Us together, which was pretty cool. Like the first, we, we finished our playthrough of the second game. Yeah. Um, which uh, liked it even better the second time around, which is really cool. I always love when that happens. Um, and like before, I would say, like whether I like the first or second game more, I, I would kind of be like, oh, you know, they've got, they both got their merits. Um, but at this point, I feel like I can quite definitively say that i like the last of us 2 more than the last of us 1 like just in the way that it hits like i get having played them back to back twice now um the last of us 1 i you know remember it's like yeah it's pretty good it's it's a good game whereas the last of us 2 is the one that's in my mind is like some something that is above most games that i play you know um yeah but yeah i i, I like to more the second time uh i forget if i talked about this but i played it on definitely a higher difficulty than i did the first time um and i think that made it a lot more fun oh. to me like it took a bit for me to get into that mindset of like the almost hotline miami-esque like doing a level over and over again just like getting used to the patterns and like almost that puzzle game type approach of like yeah figuring out how to get a solution to the problem that is this encounter as opposed to just sort of fighting your way through and that was really fun i found like because i do something and i die be like okay shit well that's definitely not it and it would sometimes take like six seven attempts in just one area to get through but it was so satisfying finding that like key solution to get through or having something that i was like ah oh, fuck it like i i doubt this will work but it seems like it might be fun and then mm -hmm. it does end up working like way better than i anticipated it's yeah a lot of fun, like, uh, a lot of moments that were not fun at all, uh, and just brutal, brutal fucking game. But <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, heavily enjoyed. I love that because I, I was playing it on a harder difficulty. It was whatever that grounded mode is, and I, I just couldn't get past oh, certain parts, so I stopped playing it. Like, but, yeah. but I know what you mean. Like, you're like, with what gear I have, like, what can, how can I stagger all the enemies <laughs> because so I can get <laughs> that that critical like death blow, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It gets you in this weird flow. I have definitely noticed a lot more about the game having played it the second time around. Uh, like, I remember I heard someone compare the gameplay to Hotline Miami once um which first time I played it i didn't I really understand but this time having done a replay of hotline miami uh pretty recently and then having also been playing this kind of at the same time like no that flow is it, like exactly the same the way you're like waiting around a corner for a guy to come by taking him out moving on to the next like that very methodical like fast and aggressive but also like thought put into every single movement that you make i think is mm -hmm. is just such a fun flow state like it does almost yeah kind of feel like a really really high budget version of what hotline miami did um which is that's dope that's cool um 
But yeah, other than that, uh, mostly just Ollie Ollie World, which uh, we'll talk about in a sec. I'll give my review of that. Uh, but what have you been playing? Uh, mostly just Sekiro, honestly. <laughs> so I <laughs> screwed up my um, my playthrough, right? And like my randomized run by like resetting the randomizer and all that stuff. Um, so I'm not going to be able to finish that run, unfortunately. But I've just had the itch to like keep playing the game and trying to get all the achievements. And the game screwed me over because I guess I had those mods files in the system. I imagine that's why my Steam achievements didn't pop when I beat a certain boss. But I need an achievement for beating that boss legitimately. So I've like fully deleted all the files, wiped the game, reinstalled it, and I've been playing through. And man... I've gotten so good at it, and I love feeling like, oh, wow, <laughs> my, my skill from now, even just, like, comparing now to, what, a week ago when I was playing the randomized run, and I'm watching video, like, the gameplay back when I'm editing it, and I'm like, oh, wow, I suck, like, why am I doing that? And I'm like, <laughs> but then I, if I see videos from before that, I'm like, wow, I'm so much better at that point, and it's just kind of cool seeing the progression and me just going, wow, I've actually learned this, like, not even just the bosses, but, like, all these different enemies they have so many different moves and now i'm like i just know it like a little like a tune you know you get your little ocarina tune and ocarina time right and you're like do 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 <laughs> you know the thing mm-hmm. and it's just like that for all the enemies right you just know which which timing um to use for parrying them and i'm just having a blast at that so honestly that and uh some i'm actually playing mass effect right now on oh, the shit. xbox um i've decided it's just going to be my like slow very like no rush to play through the game. Gonna enjoy going through one, two, three. It's on that um, the remastered collection that's on Game Pass, and so I've been playing that on the Xbox just to go through it again because I've only played each one of them once and fully through. But it was back when it came out, however many years ago. So I'm talking yeah. like back when I lived at my parents and when I, before I graduated. So I'm like, this is cool to go back to and see what this game actually is like with a different view on it and a different lens through mm-hmm. a different lens um so that's been a lot of fun yeah, how how do they hold up because like my experience with mass effect i played mass effect one bounced mm-hmm. off it like didn't finish it i wouldn't say bounced off it i got it i got a chunk into it and just didn't finish it and then i beat mass effect 2 for some reason um mm-hmm. and i again started three and then didn't finish it um because two is like the only one that's like properly clicked for me for whatever reason i think i like i did play them quite late i played them oh, mm-hmm. probably f- like four years ago now um but yeah like mass effect one and three to me for some reason just felt like they didn't age super well so i'm curious about like the remastered collection in your opinion like does it do much to so like change that do you think like how how old did it feel to you so I've only played the first one so far because I'm going through in sequence, okay. but um, it feels old and I really am not mm-hmm. like I want to just skip to two. Um, I don't remember like because it's all <laughs> one long story. It's like I don't remember what parts happened in which game. <laughs> it's such a, a clusterfuck mm-hmm. in my mind. Um, but uh, when I think back, I know my impressions like like how I felt at the time was two was my favorite and two was the one I mm-hmm. was attached to the most and the one I liked the most. So I'm excited to get to two and see why <laughs> I felt that way. Um, but one, mm-hmm. I think the biggest negative for me with one is the running around the empty space and just trying to go mm-hmm. over talk to this thing i love the dialogue and i really uh i don't mind the combat it's very old <laughs> and janky but yeah. but uh but like i i can 
get past that. It's still fun progressing and leveling up my character, putting in like skill points into the different um, team members you want to bring with you and deciding on which ones you want to bring for different reasons, having that rock, paper, scissors of different like elemental types that are strong against different like types of enemies, robotics, and like you know, you have your tech biotics and like your soldier type of like teammates and like all that stuff's really cool. I really like that a lot, but I find you move so slowly and then like you have your big open areas like this, whatever it's called. I was going to say Citadel. I don't know if that's right or not, but um, you have the big areas. Uh, you have the big planets that are like super vast and like, like three nodes or four things to check on the planets. You're mm-hmm. driving over this uneven terrain and it's really annoying to drive on and you're getting stuck like vertical and you're flipping upside oh, down and, and then when you're running around on foot, you have like you can hold A to sprint. Even if you're not in combat, you have like a, like two seconds of sprint before you're out of stamina, and then you have to wait for. It to, and I'm like, <laughs> why? Like, come on, just let me get around. They have fast travel points, so on this, I don't know if it's like just on next gen or maybe it's just like on faster hard drives now. But it like it loads super fast. But still, like, if I just want to run around the corner or check out this little like plaza or the shop it's i find very very irritating to move around in the game (laughs) and you just wish you could teleport everywhere um (laughs) that's that's my biggest criticism but otherwise you know those are the things i also like about it so yeah fair enough yeah that's i i've thought about going back and playing mass effect one like finishing mass effect one and going through the trilogy again but that honestly is kind of swayed me from it just with like how much yeah. good stuff there is now and i i feel like it part feels of it like a wasting your be, time yeah um part of it might also be like i kind of said this about dead space as well when i played it of like stuff that was really fresh and revolutionary at the time has been uh ha- has inspired like you know tons of like dozens of games at this point um from those same systems so what felt fresh back then is like just kind of bog standard now um so i i kind of felt some of that when i was playing it before of like the rpg systems and like the especially like the old paramount renegade thing is now mm-hmm. kind of like trite and annoying to me where like i don't want just a binary morality system you know i want something more complex and so having that just feels kind of old yeah yeah but i i it's like on one hand i do want something more complex but i also love like flat out like you know you're like am i going into this being douchebag shepherd or am i gonna be like the the angel yeah. that comes in and saves everyone because it is fun being an ass in that game too like i've i've the, chuckled like, out loud mass effect 2, yeah. yeah the like mass effect 2 reporter punch scene where you can just come in swing in that's it is fun. yeah so like i want more complexity but i also want it to be clear what the bad decisions are yeah. if i want to be if i want to be that character or good yeah. Um, well, let's uh, move on. Uh, let's get into uh, your review of Ollie Ollie World because I haven't played it and Ooh, I'm excited yeah. to hear what you think of it. And um, if I have any questions, I'll definitely let you know. Um, but why don't you take it away and uh, let us know what you think of this, this game? I, when did it come out? I fucking love Ollie Ollie World. When did it come out? Uh, I think 8th, February 8th. Um, so I've had like a little over a week to play it. I haven't finished all the levels yet. Uh, mostly just because of time, but uh, I think this is by far the best entry in the Ollie Ollie series. As someone who played Ollie Ollie one and two and really, really, really liked those games, um, mm-hmm. I think it takes what those games did well, which is like they had a pretty, pretty cool style and like really good tight skating mechanics, and then 
just makes the style even better, makes the mechanics even better, and then just adds on a lot of layers of just video game on top of that, where it has, like, fun characters and kind of a story now to go through, which gives you more motivation to, um, like, just beat the game, you know? Uh, and there's, like, character customization, which is kind of a surface level thing, but I think it adds so much just motivation to play it, where when there is really cool, like, outfits and stuff that you can get, and out like clothing is the reward for most of the challenges in the game, which is the most of the content, um, similar to Tony Hawk or something. And so you're playing levels, you're doing these challenges, you're motivated to do that because you get outfits that honestly, I think are really cool and really stylish, um, which is good. Like I, I felt more connected with like my uh, custom character in this game than I do with most, I think just because you, that's like the main avenue of progression is right like being stylish um and i don't know it's cool i i've been digging it so hard with that i think it it's i would make the comparison to forza horizon honestly here in terms of like forza Forza motorsport being the great simulation racing game it is but kind of clinical in a way like if you're into racing games you're gonna like it if you're not into racing games not gonna be for you and the older Ollie Ollie games, I would say, are pretty similar. But this is one where, like, oh, I I totally recommend this to like you or just anybody who likes fast paced yeah. games because it's super fun. It's super tough at the end, but I think it does a good job of not being too hard and having a nice sort of scale to it. Um, I've been, yeah, just having an absolute blast with it. There's a reason why it's been like the only game I'm playing, um, and I think it it its difficulty is something I do want to touch on because. I think it handles it in such a clever way where simply finishing all the levels is tricky, but like, I think anybody can do it with like, not that much effort. Like it might take a few tries near the end of the game, but it's not that bad, but where the difficulty scales is what the challenges and score stuff where I'm at this point now where I, there's no way in hell I'm, beating the top scores on all these things. And there's no way in hell I'm beating all these challenges because they just get ludicrously difficult in a way that like I see that and I want to get good enough to do that. And so I'm going through and I'm trying to get better. I'm trying to get these tricks down. I'm trying to like get more precise with how I'm doing things. Um, And the way that the levels branch it, like it teases you with it too, where uh, there's different routes through the different levels. And sometimes the way to get to that different route is a pretty tricky maneuver. And so I'll try it a few times and then eventually maybe give up or move on. But it like it teases you with it. It's like you could be here. There's probably something cool over here. You could be getting challenges to close or whatever. Um, and then like it gives you that motivation to want to get better and keep moving forward. It's it is such a blast. Yeah, I really like the art style. <laughs> that's the only thing I've been able to really see yeah. so far. Um, but that that looks really cool to me. Uh, I, I'm I really dig that kind of style. Um, the gameplay itself. You're saying it's like challenging but you can get through it if you like give it enough time and practice pretty mm. much um so you said it's just levels right there's is there like couch co-op or any like cooperative things in it or is it just like a single player straight up game do you know so there is multiplayer stuff i don't think it's really like couch type things it mostly mostly mm-hmm. what it is is it's uh like arcade style stuff so it's leaderboards it's score attacks um but they they do some clever okay. ways to integrate that i think um where they have this they're like multiplayer mode basically 
the, the main in, uh, implementation of it is it has every day, I think, there's a different course that it like automatically generates procedurally. Um, and then it batches you with like eight or so people. And then for that day is like, you want to be on the top of this leaderboard, which I think is really cool. Cause it's like eight people and you're just battling them trying to keep yourself on the top of it. So if you're on top of it, like log into the game a couple times a day, like I was for a while, you're playing this game and I get, you know, like 300,000 points. I'm like, Oh fuck. Yeah. That's an awesome score. I'm happy right. with that. I'm at the top. And then I come back on a few hours later and like two people have passed me like, what? Like, how? How'd you even do that? And then I just like try to get the course just like that little bit better, like get it all in one combo and all that, add a few more tricks in there. And then I'm able to like top them again. And like just that back and forth battle, I think is is really fun. Um, and similar to uh, like one of the main praises I have again for Forza Horizon is exactly that the way it manages to tie like multiplayer competition into the stuff that isn't a traditional multiplayer like in in Forza you know you might do a speed trap and it's like oh well that was cool but like your friend did it faster than you and so you're like ah fuck like I, I don't want to be <laughs> behind him so you do it again and again and again and then you do it better than them and you're like oh I can feel satisfied and then you get a notification later that you got beat or something like fuck and you have to go back and do it again um, yeah but that, that sort of competition, I think, is so fun, and there's a lot of encouragement for that in here, which is which is cool. Cool. I don't have anything yeah, else I, to I, ask about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't have a ton more to say than that, honestly, because it is it is definitely a simple game. But for what it is, like the twenty thirty dollars to get it, absolutely mm-hmm. worth it. I would say if you're interested at all, um, and if you don't want to buy it, like I, it's not a Game Pass yet. I feel like there's a good chance it will be there because I think Ali Ali 2 is already on Game Pass, I want to say. I might be wrong on that one. I um, don't know. But I, I think it was at one point, either the first or second oh, okay. game. Um, or maybe like Games with Gold or something like that. Uh, but um, if it does come there, like it's one of those games that I think is a must try where just play a little bit. I'm sure you'll get hooked. It's it's absolutely worth a download cool well uh should we get into our predictions then yeah let's do it so you got this nice little list together a bunch of games <laughs> where'd you pull that from again uh, uh, i got it from GameSpot. Right, right, right. they have an and- article that's just the every game coming out in 2022 so I, I pulled out ones that i thought were significant there's a mix of a lot of AAA releases, some smaller releases that I think are still significant mm-hmm. in the grand scheme of things. Um, and uh, yeah, so we're going to do it the same we did last year, right? Basically just guessing what we think will be the meta score on PC. Uh, if there isn't a PC release, like if it's exclusive or whatever, then uh, what, what's then? Well, usually if it's not on PC, it's a console exclusive. So we'll just go with whatever that is. Mm-hmm. Um but now, so and then yeah, whichever one is closer wins that game. Uh, maybe I should have asked you this before, but I didn't even think of it until now. Did we even do a results for our last year one though? Are we jumping the gun a bit? I think we are jumping the gun. Actually, I don't think we did a results for the previous one. All right, so let's <laughs> let's let's uh, rewind the clock a little bit here. Uh, we can just quickly say who won, right? I I, I know it was you. We can. We, can <laughs> we don't have to. This maybe this was intentional. <laughs> we don't have to do this course. 
Um, here, let me pull it up. Uh, here, I got it here. You were you were right with Hitman Three. Um, you were right with Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. You won the medium. I won Little Nightmares Two. Prince of Persia okay, okay, did not can come I out. Stop you for a sec. What? I don't want to gloat here, but I think it's a little bit funny that uh, you guessed a ninety-one. <laughs> Shut <the> up! <laughs> Shut up! Hey, that's very optimistic. What can I say? I I love a good horror game, and I was hoping it would be. <laughs> um, yeah, then Returnal, you won that one as well. Uh, I won t- It Takes Two. Um, you won Mon- Monster Hunter Rise. Uh, you won Near Replicant. I won Deathloop. No. Yeah, I won Deathloop. Uh, you won Back for Blood. You won 12 Minutes. You won Far Cry 6. Uh, I won Halo Infinite. No, wait. Is that right? Yes. I don't know what I was looking at there. I keep reading this wrong. Um, you won, or I won uh, Canada Bridge of Spirits. I won Resident Evil Village. You won Solar Ash. I won Death Store. So, don't even have to count. You can. I can clearly see by the colors here. <laughs> you won. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it's ten to seven, but it's pretty close. Pretty eh. close. I think. Uh, so. Seven out of ten. Yeah. For Nick. <laughs> I don't know what I was gonna say there. Um, um, yeah. All right. So let's jump into 2022 now. Let's let's look forward into the We're future. Back. Uh, with the first game uh, that is not out yet because uh, the reviews for Horizon Forbidden West just came out, and that would be cheating. Uh, but the first game for our predictions is going to be Elden Ring. Uh, Nick, what are you thinking on this one? Well, I'm going to say 95. We were talking about this a little bit before we started recording, and uh, we're talking about how, I think you said Breath of the Wild has like a 97 if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah. I'm thinking it won't be quite at that level, but I do think this game has a really good chance of uh, getting a much bigger audience. And I think that, yeah, we, a lot of people are going to give it a 10. I think a lot of people are going to give it a 9. Um, but I, but more so, you got to get those 10s to get that number up there. And um, mm-hmm. I feel pretty confident with, uh, with it getting up there for sure. Um, maybe 95 might be a little too high, but... We'll see. We'll see. I really think I really think it could do it. Yeah. I mean, you? yeah. It's rare a game gets into the 90s. Like I don't think last year we had one at all be in the mm-hmm. 90s. No, that's not true. I think like Flight Sim or like Age of Empires or something was in there. But um uh but Elden Ring I think is one of those few games based off everything we've seen that does have the stuff. And when you're thinking most rev- like review outlets have a FromSoft guy at this point, and yeah. said FromSoft guy is probably going to be the one doing the review for this, and will probably fucking love it. Um, and I think FromSoft games are also so mainstream at this point that what people kind of usually say towards them, like, oh, they're more niche, so like, I don't know if it will get to that, you know, ninety Metacritic level. Um, I think at this point that's just not true. Like Sekiro won Game of the Year at the Game mm-hmm. Awards 2019, um, and since then I feel like it's just gotten more and more popular. More and more people are getting into it, and this seems like the most accessible one yet. Um, so yeah, I think there's a very good chance it'll break into that. Uh, my guess is, oh, like 92 or 93. I want to say like 95. Make is a decision. High. I know it is. I know it I'm is. Gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna say 93 one yeah i'm I'm gonna be floored if it doesn't get 90 like 
I know I'm saying 95, but I'm expecting yeah. at least 90 here, and I will be mm-hmm. so shocked if it doesn't. Um, just based off of what Same. I've played so far, being like a small chunk of the map and hoping that it you know continues past that, I I'll be shocked. Um, and we could talk about this forever because I I would happily talk about this for hours. Talk about that game. Um, what do we have next, Zig? Uh, so our next one is Gran Turismo Seven. Uh, let me look up when what GT Sport got real quick. Uh, Metacritic. Uh, Gran Turismo Sport for the PS4 got a seventy-five, which makes sense. Uh, I think because it's one of the more like simmy racing games. Mm-hmm. Um, and sim racing fans are like one of the hardest to please audiences out there i'd say like i've been kind of active in like the forza subreddit and stuff like that in the past and those people like will complain about fucking anything (laughs) um full shade to that community for the record um (laughs) uh i I, I don't know like like that yeah yeah i think even if this game is like great i think i still think reviewers gonna be like ah it's just it's just not as good as a set of cores it's just not as good as whatever um so yeah i think that 75 is kind of on the money i'm gonna say 70 i think it's gonna be a bit higher than gt sports i think that one was kind of in the franchise from what i understand i'm gonna say 79 is my guess oh oh that's so close to mine so i'm gonna put mine up i was gonna say 80 um I, I think that like visuals will bump it up still. I think audio could yeah, bump it up. I think point. if they have accessibility options, that'll bump it up. I think I'm going to say 81. 81. Okay. Yep. All right. Next one is uh, Triangle Strategy, which is the <laughs> oh. Square Enix like uh, Octopath Traveler art style sort of. The game RPG. that our eyes glazed over when uh, they showed it at the last Nintendo <laughs> Direct. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't I don't know what to say for this one because Octopath Traveler, I feel like people either really loved it or really were bored by it. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think it's my turn. It to has go an first. 83 on Metacritic. Okay. Yeah. Huh. I'm gonna say I feel just comfortable saying 76, right in the right what I consider 76. in the middle there, you know. I think 75 is like a safe guess. <laughs> so I'm just gonna go. I kind of feel like it's gonna like Octopath Traveler being an eighty three. I kind of feel like this could. I feel like it could be either higher or lower because higher because I think they've learned a lot from Octopath and I think hopefully we'll be able to sidestep some of the like game design misses in that game. Um, but lower, I think, because at this point, the thing that made Octopath Traveler so striking, which is the art style, like we've seen it before, both mm-hmm. from that game and also from all the remakes that Square is putting out with it. So I think losing its novelty could bump it down. Uh, I'm going to say 82. I'm going to be the optimistic one on this one. Hmm. I think you're right, though, with the observation of, you know, that art style is why I almost purchased it back when it came out. I was really close Hmm. to doing that. It just ended up, again, being like, "Ah, I don't really have the money to do that right now, or I choose a different game over it. Um, And... uh, and like now as time has gone on i've gotten less and less interested in it because i've been so i've gotten used to that art style and then i start to think about what mm-hmm. it would be like to play it and it's just not for me yeah no what was your number again uh 76 76 all right all right next one 
uh, is a very anticipated little indie game called Tunic. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been seeing this forever. Uh, have a release date? I'm just going to look it up. I think it does. March 16th. Oh, that's exciting. Uh, I forgot about that. That's fucking soon. That's a month from now. Wow. Um, Another so one. So, Tuning, if you're not familiar, it's the one that's like, it's very Legend of Zelda. It's used to start as a cute little fox, as a nice little art style. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I think this one won't hit as hard as people want it to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say, I, I mean, I don't think it's going to be bad, but I think it's going to be not mind blowing. So I'm going to say like 77, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm very excited for this. And this is so hard for me not to like, I keep voting with like my feelings, <laughs> but on my, <laughs> like, I do think this will be a solid game. I just think it'll be, yeah. Like you said, like it just won't be up to what other people are expecting. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like you just got to, keep your expectations in check but if i was reviewing it and i get my expectations in check and i really really enjoyed what i got to play i mean it's what one person making it so i think so yeah it's a small team uh but yeah small team regardless uh it's like it's you'd have to give yeah i can't really compare them to breath of the wild <laughs> you know what i mean yeah like you just can't yeah, no. but if they're not going to score down ah this is hard i don't know because like i could if I was reviewing it, I would rate it high if I found it really fun and really good, regardless of length of the game, and if I felt like everything just works really well as a whole. So, I'm going to say 80. 80? Alright. Yeah. Alright, next one is an interesting one. Uh, Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin. Um, 100. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is going to be one of those games that, like, I just can't, like... Regardless of how much you enjoy it, it's not a game that will review well. Um, but it's also one of those games where I think you should probably just ignore the reviews. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say it's going to get like a... I might even bump below 70, honestly. I'm going to say like a 68, I'm going to say. These reviews especially are going to cause chaos. <laughs> <laughs> I think especially because it's coming out right after uh, Elden Ring. Like, mm. people are going to play Elden Ring and go, holy fuck, this was amazing, and then jump into yeah. this, which is in the same genre, and go, yeah, it's all right. Um, <laughs> was that a Mario? The, like... <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, in addition to, you know, like, the fucking wild story that it's going mm. for and all that. So, I don't know if it'll hit too hard. 60, it feels right to me. I might be too low on that one, but. I think it's got to, like, I don't know. Team Ninja does a good job making their games. I feel like I think that's the right dev, right? <laughs> now yeah, I'm telling yeah. myself, yeah, they do a great job. I mean, I really like Neo, so I I feel like you know gameplay carries True. a game, right? Uh, regardless of anything else, um, I feel like score would get knocked down if people just found the story ridiculous or characters dumb or whatever. But um, mm-hmm. I think if the game is fun to play, I feel like you can't get less than a seven or a seventy, right? So I'm going to say. Not even to be like, I'm not going to do 70 just to be like edging just above you. I'm going to go on the high end. I'm going to say 77. Let's just make it interesting. Yeah. Enough points apart Sounds that it good. could be like right in the middle there and see who, who edges out the other. All right. Next one is Ghostwire Tokyo. 
I don't know what to say for this. <laughs> I'm yeah, really you're more excited, excited than I am for this, this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that this is one of these games that like I could see me really liking, but not necessarily clicking with like critics. Um, I'm gonna swap with you on this one. I think this one's gonna be the 68. Oh, you think so? Yeah, I, I that wouldn't surprise me honestly. I could see this game being a 68. I could see it being an 86. Like I could absolutely see either side of the of the range. Oof. I'm gonna I'm gonna be optimistic. I'm gonna vote with my heart on this one. I'm gonna yep. say eighty three. Was yours sixty eight? Yep. Okay. Actually, I'm gonna do sixty nine. All right. Sixty nine. <laughs> Funny number. I gotta respect it. Um. All right, next one is uh, another one I don't really know. Uh, Kirby in the Forgotten Land. Nick, what do you think on this one? Uh, I think it's going to like actually do pretty good. I, I don't want to look up any other games on Metacritic. I don't want to use like other scores to influence mine because um, I just think it's more fun to purely guess. Uh, but <laughs> like, I would be really curious to find out like what Yoshi, uh, the like you know the, the what the yarn one. You know what I mean? Like those kind of like that type of a game that's like it's out, it does good, but I can't remember what the scores are for those. Um, so I'm gonna say I, I'm feeling it's going to do a good job. It looks really fun, um, even though it's not one for me. I think it actually looks like a great game, and I'm gonna say 87. 87. Yeah. Dang. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know. It's hard because I feel like Kirby and the Yoshi games, like you're saying, like they don't usually like hit with critics but this does look different i'm gonna say 76 out of spite because oh uh, you hate the gum the car. yeah yeah the yeah you i hate, hate the... i hate stupid fucking mouthful mode get the shit out of this game <laughs> <laughs> that's a spite vote for me if you were reviewing right. it, you're just like talking about how great it is, and at the end, but it has mouthful mode. Seven out of ten. <laughs> yeah, he did swallow a car, and it does look disgusting. I would never let my kid near this game. Uh, yeah, it's a three out of ten for me. Um, all right, next game, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, which is the uh, the like Dungeons and Dragons style mm-hmm. uh, spinoff game in the Borderlands franchise. Uh, Nick, what are you thinking on this one? I think it's your turn to go first. <laughs> but, you think so? All yeah. right. So, I feel like, I mean, Borderlands has been, I feel like, like people like it, but I feel like critically, at least, it hasn't definitely been on a bit of a downward trend. Uh, I'm going to go low on this one again. I'm going to mm-hmm. say, like, 72, I guess. I think low seventies is accurate. I I after playing Borderlands three and me being like at the time was like a huge Borderlands fan. I was beyond hyped with Jesse. Um, we were so excited for three to come out, and then we played it. And uh, he he definitely connected with it more than I did. Like he kept playing it after I played through the game like two times or three times, and uh, had a blast. But there's something missing now, and I don't even know where to put my finger on it, but, like, because, like, the mission structures mm. are fun, the leveling up's fun, getting abilities, skill points, and all that stuff's fun, but something is missing where it's just, like, I, I don't know. I don't have, I don't know what it is, but just something about playing the game, maybe it's the, the mood or the 
characteristics of everybody like i don't know like just like the the whole tone of the game is just kind of off-putting and i don't enjoy it as much anymore but i did before it's very of its era for sure yeah yeah and this seems to have the same kind of thing and i do i do i just don't think this game is going to vibe with a lot of people when they see what else is out there and like what else they can be playing and i think uh when they start comparing the quality oh did i lose you Oh no, you're just sitting super oh, no. still. Holy cow, that yeah. was amazing. I'm impressed. <laughs> um, anyways, when yeah, what I just agree with like the low score here. Um, 72 makes it tough to not be like just on either side of you, but uh, I'll say 75. All right. Just... All right. Next one. Ooh. Weird West. A hyped one. A very hyped one for us. I think uh it's your turn to go first on this yeah i'm nervous about this one i'm i'm excited for it i mean i think this is going to be a really hey (laughs) taylor peeking her head in sorry (laughs) uh i think this is going to be a really fun game um but i'm curious to see how much like how well it works because there's so many systems in place how buggy is it i could see broken saves happening and i if that does happen that could be you know really detrimental to you know a review score if people reviewing this game lose their progress or they have to restart or whatever the heck like that ruined prey way back um people like hated like gave prey such bad reviews because it was so broken and um i believe um one of the guys like the main like one of the ceo or founders of uh arcane was working on prey and i think after prey he split off and he built this studio with a couple other guys and other people right and uh, so now i mean not saying that they would do that again it's not like all on him or anything like that but like mm-hmm. hopefully they've learned from that whole experience that he was a part of right and to know about that and i think that you know with them having beta testers in there and to, like try out a bunch of things they seem to be really open to feedback and community i think that's really cool and um it's like you know that's what makes me go i don't know because you know if it's broken that could really drop the score regardless of how fun the game is if it works and there's just funny bugs then this could be a really special awesome game i'm going to be on the positive optimistic side and uh i'm going to say 88 88 all right that's yeah, really high, I, don't know. I know, I think, but I think Weird West is going to sit, like, similar to that, uh, like, the Outer Wilds camp of a game that some people oh. fucking love, but for a lot of people, it's just like, yeah, I mean, it was fun, I had a decent time, and who don't right. like the, like, the things that make it really special, I don't think will click with everybody, um, and because of that, also, like, indie games just get scored lower, usually, kind of for that reason, they're, they're a little more niche- as like especially games like this so i i looked up outer wilds again uh my second favorite game of all time on some days my favorite game of all time 85 on metacritic um i think this will sit in a, in a similar spot i'm thinking 80s i think maybe a little bit lower I, i'm gonna say 83 is my guess um but yeah just what i was saying i think a lot of for a lot of reviewers this is gonna be like a seven or an eight and then there's going to be the odd outlet that's like holy shit this is a 10 hmm. i think wait you don't have my score on there oh, okay, there we go you said yeah 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 sweet 
All right. Next one is Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga. Uh, I didn't even I know think... this game was coming out. <laughs> yeah. Because this looks very different than the other Lego games. That's why I put it on here. Like, it looks oh, like a right. big yeah. upgrade no, I did see a on clip of it. Yeah, it looks like a proper action game with, like, proper game mechanics, which is kind of funny <laughs> to say. But um, I don't know. But even despite that, I, I still feel like there's going to be, like, even if it's amazing for a Lego game, I, I still think it, it won't necessarily be, like, the craziest thing on planet Earth. So I'm going to I'm gonna say, like, 82 on it. Oh, that's way higher than I was expecting. I'm going to say 75. Okay. All right, next one. I put this on here for you, Nick, is uh, oh, thanks, Salt man. Sacrifice. <laughs> man, that takes me off. back. Uh played Salt and Sanctuary, the previous game, on my PS4 way back, way, way back when it came out. And I remember liking it a lot, but also feeling like it was janky. Like, it felt like mm. a Flash game, you know? Um, and... Uh, uh, that was fine. Like I enjoyed it enough. I never beat it, um, and I barely remember any of it. I just remember the art was <laughs> li- really odd, and like I actually kind of, I really disliked the art style myself. Um, <laughs> um, I found like the faces of the characters looked off-putting, um, and just the the design. But like in a way, like the cre- creatures and the monster stuff kind of had a neat look to them. I don't know. I don't want to hate on art because like you know everyone's got their own styles and their own thing, so. Not saying it's bad, but it wasn't for me. Um, I think this game will do fine. Um, I'm still thinking more on the. I'm still thinking like 73. 73? Yeah. I think I. It's funny. I I've heard a lot of people talk about Salt and Sanctuary and how much they like it. Um, I've never actually seen the game, so I just did a <laughs> Google of it. And you're right. This art is uh, an acquired taste for sure. Um, <laughs> I should have said that. That's a great way of putting it. <laughs> a taste that I have not yet acquired. I'll put it that way. Um, uh, what was your score? You said uh, seventy-three is what I said, but I'm thinking that's even a little high. But yeah, I'm gonna stick with it. I mean, I, I think like salt. The thing like salt and sanctuary had a pretty devoted group of people who really liked it. Um, and I think of the outlets who are going to go out of their way to review this one are probably going to be the ones who liked the first game, right? Because this is on the smaller side. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to say like a bit higher than you. I'm going to say like a 76. Excuse me. <laughs> All right. So next one. I'm I'm excited because this is another one, one of those ones that I think could totally go either way. Uh, Forspoken. The... Um, Square Enix mm. RPG that's coming out soon, much more Western than like a Final Fantasy. Uh, it's got the the woman kind of gets like isekai yeah. into a fantasy world. Um, I don't think this game looks very good. I think it looks kind of stinky, to be completely honest. Stinky. Uh, Expl- expand your uh, description there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It looks like just not maybe maybe just not for me maybe it, it feels like a western attempt at a final fantasy game um which isn't really? an inherently bad thing but like it feels like it won't necessarily hit like i feel like western rpg fans aren't going to be the biggest fan of it and i think jrpg fans also aren't going to be the biggest fan of it um hmm. so 
I don't know. I, I'm going to go low on this one. Uh, I'm going to say like 72. Okay. I'm, uh, I'm, the vibe I got was more of like a, oh, maybe an open world third person action game with like control kind of like gameplay, like combat mechanics. Um, mm. That's kind of like what I was feeling. Um, and I'm going to say, I, I feel, I'm feeling. 82. 82? All right. Yeah, on to the thing is, I could totally see this game coming out and people, like, clicking with it. Uh, but I, I just don't know. Maybe it's just me. Like, I think nothing it's mm-hmm. shown to me has been like, whoa, that looks cool. Because a lot of it I feel like I've seen before and it's not, like, an especially good iteration. On Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We will see. Um... Next game, Mario Strikers Battle League, recently announced follow-up to the GameCube classic. Woo! Uh, Nick, what are you thinking? <laughs> I'm thinking... 87. 87? Yeah, I'm it's looking like... I'm, I'm going to say... 85. A solid game. 85. Yeah, yeah, you agree. I think it looks solid. I think... I think it looks better than the other Mario sports titles that have been releasing lately, which I think will give it a boost. Um, but I think just having Mario in the name honestly gives it like <laughs> a bit of a critical boost just for whatever reason. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, 85 feels right to me. Then uh, next, I guess we got Saints Row. Saints Row, yeah. Uh as it stands right now from like the last trailers that I've seen does not look very good. Um, it got delayed too. It was supposed to come out in February. It got, yeah. yeah, it got delayed. Indefinitely, uh, right? And yeah, I think they have seen that people aren't really vibing with it. Um, and so I think they'll, I, I think it'll be improved from what we've seen. But the, the big thing for me is that it just feels stuck between the humor of the humor and the vibe of the old games, which I think is pretty outdated by now. Like, I don't know how many people are yeah. going to be laughing at Saint Saints Row humor in 2022. Dildo bats. Never, yeah, get, exactly. never stopping funny. They never stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, I, I don't, it, it, that doesn't feel relevant. And it seems like it still has a lot of that. And it's attempts mm. at modernizing the vibe feel just like a little bit cringy to me, to me personally. I don't know if that's the vibe other people have been feeling. Um, so I don't know. I, I, I don't know if it'll cater to either audience. Uh even if the game's really good. Like I think vibe is a really important thing. Like you were saying with Borderlands, like even though on paper it's the better game, like something about that vibe that isn't really relevant anymore just makes it feel a little bit off putting. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. So I'm I'm gonna say just make it interesting. I I think this game could be a real proper stinker. I'm gonna say like 67, <laughs> uh, just to make things interesting. Oh, that's about what I was gonna say. I was gonna say 68, but uh, I want to say even lower, just to make it even stinkier. I want right. to say 64. Okay. <laughs> All right. But honestly, Saints Row is the kind of game too where I could see it. Like if if it does a Halo, because it got delayed indefinitely. I think yeah. And it's like last time we saw it, it's like Ugh, I don't know. And then we see it like eight months to a year from now, and it's like oh, you know, maybe like 
you might be onto something with this, but I don't. Think I don't know. I think I think the studio just hasn't proven themselves being able to like the fact that they've made kind of a couple mediocre Saints Row games and then they made Agents of Mayhem. That sounds hey, that's what the game right? is called. The least so memorable I, game ever made. Um, and th- and this is like as a follow up to those, like ah, we'll see. <laughs> Well, I feel like now, like more than ever, games have to be like amazing, or they have to do something totally different to catch someone's attention. Mm-hmm. And like what we saw so far wasn't either of those. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, oh, I've seen this game before, in a sense, or you know, uh, and and you can't really know if it's amazing because you haven't played it yet. So it's like, really, you're just hoping on the, at least the it's amazing to play this game. But from what we've seen, it just doesn't look like it would be that either. Um, yeah, I said 64 yeah. on that one. Okay. All right. Starfield. That's a big one. Uh, my, mm. If you want my non-metascore prediction on this game, it's not going to come out this year. But it's currently scheduled for November, right? Like 11-11. Um, so I'm going to say... Oh, this one's hard. <sighs> it's going to be better than Fallout 76. Oh yeah, um, definitely <laughs> oh, better than oh, yeah. seventy six. Um, but Starfield kind of gives me the vibes. It's a game, from what we understand, that has been in development. It's been in like an idea in their heads for decades, and has been in development for you know forever. Um, World building probably which, for a long time. Yeah, which can either mean really good things, or it can mean terrible feature creep and like a loss of vision for what the game actually is. Um, and I, I don't know. I could see it going either way. It's hard to predict it when we have seen basically nothing about it, like just a couple CG trailers. Right. Um, but I mean, but we can kind of guess what it will be. So, yeah, I mean, playing the outer, uh, outer worlds lately, yeah, Outer Worlds. God damn, <laughs> those names. Uh, like playing Outer Worlds uh, not too long ago, right? I, I I was playing it and imagining if I was playing, you know, Starfield, right, and what that would be like. And honestly, like even though Outer Worlds isn't like the most amazing game in the world either, it's like there's something. And again, I think this still goes along with what I was just saying before about how a game has to be really like amazing or uh, do something different to stand out. I don't think Outer Worlds necessarily did either of those things, and I don't think it really stood out like to that mass audience. I think there's people who follow video games and they're aware of it being made <laughs> more than anything. But uh, I think that uh, Starfield is going to be very similar to like Outer Worlds in the sense of like it's out, cool, people who love Bethesda are going to play it, and they're going to be stoked, and it's on Game Pass, so a lot more people will play it because of that. Um, but for people who just want to have a game to explore and learn the lore and, like, loot objects and, like, try to mm-hmm. kill the really tough, like, uh, police uh, people of the of the city because you're not supposed to because they're so strong or whatever the heck, you know, pickpocket people, mm-hmm. like, I feel like that's going to be the kind of game that you get to play. And I'm down to do that. Um, and then I think just like what I was saying before about whether the game's buggy enough to where it breaks with what you know, I was talking about with Weird West, it's like same thing. If it if it falls apart and they release it too early, 
um, it's going to get destroyed <laughs> in reviews. And if it does well, yeah. I think it has, I think that they, they do a great job at world building, even in Fallout, right? Like having the different stories, the little oh, backstories yeah. of characters and what, you know, what the rules of the world are when it comes to tech and stuff. I think it's, uh, I think they, they'll do a good job. Yeah, it's, I think this will be one of those games kind of similar to uh, like Dying Light 2 that just came out or something like that, where yeah, it's critical and user reception. I think there will be a pretty big gap between the two. Like Dying Light 2 game that came out for a lot of critics, like, yeah, it's fun. I mean, it's, you know, what I expected and I forget what it has. I, I'm going to guess. Actually, I want to look it up because I'm curious. Um, whereas like uh, the user reception from what I've heard is like, really really good people fucking love that game uh like i have some friends who will not stop talking about it um i found it to be okay <laughs> yeah um actually i never mind. i think i got review bombed for something because i don't know <laughs> people um but regardless like that's kind of what i've been getting at. i think this will be a similar thing like i don't know if critics are gonna be going gaga over this one uh but i feel like fans are gonna like it so, because the critics, though, that's what matters on Metacritic. Um, I'm gonna say eighty-three. Hmm. Positive, but not insane. Yeah. I think. I don't want to waste time on this, but <laughs> come on, Nick, just make it say a number. I don't think that's a good guess. Um, you know what? I want it to be amazing, and I'm going to... I think 83 is really good. I'm going to say... 85. 85, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Just going to do it. It's all good. <laughs> all right, next one. Stalker 2, Heart of Chernobyl. Um, I... I don't... Ugh. I feel so I think uninformed. It looks cool. <laughs> yeah, me too. I it's I think because this is catering to a pretty hardcore fan base of the original games, I could see it being underwhelming to that core audience. And especially having seen some of the like controversies they've been in lately, I could see some of that like maybe being maybe a bad sign, like the whole NFT thing and all that. Um <laughs> Been delayed a lot, which is also either a good thing or a bad thing. Um, I'm going to say for reviewers, though, even if it hits well on fans, I think similar to Starfield, I think even if it hits hard with fans, reviewers are like being the Euro jank game that it is like it's going to be buggy as shit. It's, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's going to be probably I... kind of inaccessible. Um and so I think for reviewers, they're maybe going to be like, eesh, on it. Um, so I'm, I'm going to say uh, 71. I want to say 66. 66. Um, because I really think, like, I don't want to spend a lot of time on this because we have so many to go through. Oh, my God. Uh, but it's like, uh, when I think of this game, I think this is going to be one of those games that come out, get a bad score, get fixed, have updates and whatever. Mm. And it's like more of like, you know, this on like updated game like that people really enjoy and be like oh have you played this game that you've totally forgot forgot existed <laughs> and mm -hmm. you got to try this one it's pretty fun it's on game pass so you got to try it that kind of thing right yeah yeah it's launching on game pass i could give it a bit of a bump uh in terms of player reception at least but 
Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Okay. Next one. Bayonetta three. Ooh, people <laughs> Ooh. love their Bayonetta. Um, I should play Bayonetta. I've never actually finished any of those games. Uh, Seems like a you type of game. Absolutely is. Um, but I feel like reception for these trailers has been somewhat mixed between fans. That's hard. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say as a kind of uninformed opinion though, uh, 85, 80, 80, 85. I'm gonna say seventy eight. Seventy eight. All right. Next one. Uh, this is a big one. Breath of the Wild two. Batwa two. Uh, Batwa two. What do you think? <laughs> I mean, it's gotta do. As good as the previous one, right? We did happen to look that one up earlier. So, I mean, well, no, not actually. But, I mean, you would hope, like, from what the feeling I get when I play it, you would hope it's the same. (laughs) But I think there's a good uh, chance it will be just as good. In terms of reviews, though, there's been... Oh, yeah. There's been that classic Zelda thing where, you know, Zelda games either are like, oh, we hate this, and over time people love it. Or they go, oh, this is amazing, and over time people hate it. Um... And right now we're kind we're I feel like we're in the downswing where I feel like a lot of people there's a lot of Breath of the Wild slander out there. A lot of people are like, oh, it's overrated, it's not as good as people said it was. They just like it because yeah, but, it's Zelda. <laughs> I mean um, there's yes, there's a lot of wrong people. Critics. There's a lot of wrong people. That's fine. There absolutely <laughs> is. And I think that in addition to the fact that it's a sequel, so that like holy shit, this is what Zelda can be thing won't be quite as strong in a sequel. Um I'm gonna. <laughs> it feels a little funny saying, "Oh, it's it's only this," but I'm gonna say like a ninety. What? <laughs> um, I feel like those people that are like, "Yeah, Breath of the Wild isn't that amazing," are the kind of people that are like, "Oh, Horizons climbing is amazing. <laughs> it's so much better now in Forbidden West." And you're like, "Oh my god, it looks like trash still." <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> people being salty um, over broken weapons. Yeah. Um. I think this game will be at least a 94, so I'm going to say 95. 95? All right. God of War Ragnarok. Another another very similar thing, I would say, uh, where first yeah, game, yeah. you know, amazingly received. Second game looks to be definitely a sequel, um, so I think even if it's as good in quality, <laughs> I don't know if it's going to hit... Um, the same level critically, you know, because it seems like it's doing a lot of the same things. Uh, but I also think there's a chance we're not seeing the whole game, like knowing how like unafraid they were to do wild shit in the first game. I could totally see them doing some of the same kind of wild shit in the second game. Like how, uh, yeah, maybe it's not worth spoiling it. There, there's, there's some very cool moments in, in that first game that were not at all marketed or shown or anything like some pretty mm-hmm. cool surprises that change the whole dynamic of the game. Um, and I could see those being there in Ragnarok and I could definitely see that giving it a big bump. Um, I'm going to say high eighties, like 80, 88. Yeah. I think God of war. Um, was it 2016 or 2017? 2018, I think. What? It's such a blur, man. Oh my god. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, anyways, yeah, it was twenty eighteen. You're right. What am I thinking? Um anyways, it Ooh, it had the first such one a... got a ninety four on Metacritic, is worth saying. Okay. Um Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. But like 
it had such a shock factor when it came out. People like mm. were shocked in so many ways every time. It was like one of those first third person like well like story driven games that came out on the PS4. Like I know we had Last of Us, right? But mm-hmm. other than that, and I'm sure people could say Uncharted stuff, but I feel like for me at least like this was the game that really started making me go oh okay this is like what like this is like establishing like another tentpole that was like down and going like this is what sony does really well right um and i i remember just being like really really impressed with this one and really um on my ps4 being like this is like my favorite game i've ever played on this thing um other than Mm -hmm. bloodborne (laughs) but for different reasons right um yeah so I think there was a lot of shock. And then, of course, people who like and like me knowing the other God of War games and going, what? They're doing it like this? This is weird. And mm-hmm. you have like the shock. And then as you're playing through the game, the shock of like unlocking another type of weapon and like other things happening throughout the game, the story and like the way characters get revealed and like the depth of certain characters and who they are and what they do and all that stuff is very, very cool. Right. So I think um, that whole journey of being surprised, it's like as long as I can continue that it'll do great but i think that that a lot is lost on a sequel for sure um Mm -hmm. so i agree i think it would be lower i don't see how it could be more um because of that um even if it plays and is better and has more in the game i still think that like that that surprise factor is gone um damn i think 88 is really good I'm going to say it's I don't think it's going to hit the 90s. Um so I'm with you on that. I'm going to just say 86. 86, all right. Um yeah, I agree. I, it's funny. I I don't have any attachment to the God of War franchise. So that shock doesn't hit like me that hard. But yeah, when I try to like compare it to something that I'm familiar with, like Devil May Cry, like if they if Devil May Cry 6 is like Nero and Virgil having like a, a thoughtful and slow story about them like rekindling their father son relationship and like I don't mm. know something like that like that would be so fucking mind blowing to me especially if it was actually good um yeah I, <laughs> the, the shock the the shock of it is a big one uh right here's another one that my, my guess would be uh, not coming out this year is uh, Hogwarts Legacy which is I believe dated for 2022. I don't see this being good. Uh, just to make it spicy, I'm going to say 64. I'm going to say it's not coming out this year, and I'm going to say 50. 50? Dang. <laughs> yeah. I, like I think there's too spicy. much negativity around this. I don't think it's going to do good. Yeah. And people are like way more critical of the Harry Potter franchise than they've ever been. I don't think it's coming well. out. At all? I think it'll get canceled. I think that's not a bad guess, honestly. I think WB right, has next enough one. other stuff coming out. <laughs> okay, sorry. Oh, yeah, Jesus, continue. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Mario plus Rabbid Sparks of Hope is the next one. Uh, I want to look at what the next, what the first game got. No, no, don't do it. Just guess. Come on. All right, fine, fine, Come on. fine. Uh, like the first one, but I feel like similar God of War. A lot of that was surprise. So, eighty-four. Eighty-one. I think it's gonna be. I think it's going to be just as good. Uh, but yeah, Shock Valley's in there. Neon White. Do you know what this game is? The name sounds familiar, but I can't remember. It's the one by the guy who made the game 
that I'm forgetting. Uh, but it's with like the, the cards and the shootings, the indie game. I think. Oh, Revolver's okay. Pushing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, indie games generally get scored lower, but I think it's I'm trying to see what it is to make sure. Seventy-eight <laughs> is my guess. Oh, oh yeah, this game. I did not look up the Metacritic. I just looked up Google <laughs> Images, <laughs> and there's a lot of symbols. <laughs> That's how you know I'm telling the truth. <laughs> um, what was your score? Seven, seventy-eight, and yeah. seventy-six for me. Right. Hey, was the guy who made Donut County that is making Neon White? I think, or something really? like that. Yeah, I remember I was... it was a weird one. Oh my god, who is it? I'm trying to Google it. Oh, whatever, it doesn't matter. Uh, wait, no, here we go. Ben Esposito. Yeah, he made Donut County. Um, so very cool little uh, switcher on that one. What was your score? Uh, I think I said 76. I'll go 74 instead, though. 74, <laughs> all right. Yeah. Uh, next one, Senua's Saga Hellblade 2. Uh, I think it's going to rate higher than the first one. I didn't look up the first one, uh, but I'm going to say it's going to be pretty high, especially since uh, I think people are willing to be extra optimistic towards a Xbox first-party game in this style. Um, so I'm going to say 89. I'm nervous, dude. I really want this game to do well. I, Because uh, I liked the first one. It didn't resonate with me like it did a lot of people. Um, I liked the combat, and I, I enjoyed the puzzles, but I did find a lot of the game um, to be lacking in some way. Uh, I'm, in, I just, I'm second guessing myself. I'm listening to the... Or when I watched the gameplay, I was like, this looks like a cutscene with quick time events. It didn't look like gameplay gameplay, and so I'm really unsure what the game is going to be when you're playing through it like i still i'm curious is this open world or is this like you know a path like through levels is this the last exploration and play trailer looked like that as well i think i think a lot of that is just like really good no animations i don't agree i really like watching the hellblade one back it truly looked like you did not have to move your character like I really don't think I, I think the last of us part two, like you go up, stop, lay down, crawl and under. Like there's a little bit more whereas like Hellblade it was like everything's moving constantly. You move left, looking yeah. right, you're looking up, and then it's like uh you know, you felt like there was just UI missing and that's about it. I think it. some of that is um, because of the gameplay style. But yeah, regardless. Regardless, um, I I mean I just don't see what the game is yet. So I'm really unsure with it. so I'm gonna actually say uh, lower score just because I don't know um, and I don't I think visually it'll be very impressive but I'm just not sure it'll hit there so I'm going to say 78 yeah I'm I'm suddenly I, I kind of forgot how niche the first game was where I like it is I think it's incredible but it is very simple gameplay wise and quite short um, which I do think will be improved in the second game uh, but I think, yeah, for a lot of people, it might not, it might still not hit in the, quite in the same way. I think people who like the first game are going to like the second game even more. Um, but I do think there's going to be a lot yeah. of critics who don't necessarily vibe with this. I'm going to lower mine to like 84. 
Um, all right, next game, Somerville, uh, which is the game developed by uh, Jump Ship, which was founded by the guy who jumped ship from Playdead, uh, who made Limbo mm. and Inside. So it's it's half the core development team of Limbo and Inside making their own thing. It looks very similar. Um, I think this game's going to be really good. Inside and Limbo reviewed very mm-hmm. well. I think this game is going to be on a similar level of quality, um, especially because I think there's a lot of fans for those games. Uh, I'm going to say 89. I think think it's going to do good as well. I'm so nervous. I'm so nervous to crack that 90 mark, honestly. I'm going to do it. I'm going to say 92. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. All right, next one, uh, Sonic Frontiers. <laughs> I have no fucking clue how this game is going to be received. It it could, I could see it. It being could be. Like, if people really, really vibe with it, I no. don't think that's going to happen. I think that's unlikely. Mm-hmm. But, like, God, this game more than any other on this list could be, like, from fucking 50 to, like, 87 somewhere in between there you know um, no depending on what they do it could be in the 90s like it's just you'd be stupid to say that not saying you're stupid if you choose that but you know yeah based off of track record of other sonic games it just doesn't it logically doesn't make sense to put it up there um i don't necessarily see sonic team I want... having the stuff to pull that off i'm gonna be optimistic on this one though i think people are coming around on sonic sonic is more popular than he's been in a long long time right now um and i'm gonna say 80 like mid to low 80s i'm gonna say so 84 79 79 i feel like this game's gonna come out and it's gonna be what the um, this game's gonna come out, and people are going to like despise it, and I'm gonna be eating my words pretty hard. All right, uh, next one: Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. Uh, why don't you start us off in this one? Uh, yeah, this game looks. Wait, did we see gameplay? I feel like we saw snippets, yes, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not excited for this game, <laughs> but. Um, I also don't think it's coming out this year. <laughs> I don't know if that's been confirmed or not. I feel like I heard that somewhere. Um, but anyways, if it does... Um... This one's just such a guess with like how little we've seen of it. Like A few lot of the games, I guess, we've just talked about. S- 73 sounds good. 73, yeah. I, I feel like if Rocksteady's name wasn't attached to this, there would be, like, next to zero hype for it. Because I think that, like, that first cinematic trailer caught my eye pretty heavily. Yeah, and then everything same. we've seen afterwards was like, ah, yeah, I mean, it looks fine. Um, And I especially think if they kind of add some, like... I think people are kind of tired of co-op superhero games at this point, it seems. Like, people are mostly wanting that, like great single player like spider-man style game from superhero games so yeah i, d- I don't think it's gonna do amazing i'm yeah, well, gonna no say one... 78 personally what'd you say i was gonna say well no after the batman arkham knights or whatever which isn't that supposed to be this year i don't did we... i think so that's not on our maybe. list yeah i thought see i thought it's that not. was supposed to be this it's not 
I, 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 let me look it up. I was gonna. I said it's not on the oh. list. Uh, I'm pretty bad. sure that. I think that it was supposed to come out this year, and I think Suicide Squad got delayed. If that's where I, rem that's what I remember. Maybe I'm wrong. Are you looking up Ark uh, Arkham Knights? Yes. Release date uh, 2022. It says yeah. All right. So I guess we can add this one in as well for our predictions. Um, Gotham, Arkham Knights. All right. What was your number for uh, Suicide Squad? Uh, God. Uh, I think, I think I said seventy-three. Okay. Uh, Arkham Knights. I think is going to be worse. Uh, I don't think this game looks good at all. Uh, seventy-four. And uh, seventy, yeah, seventy-four. I think some people are gonna click with it. I think, I think it'll do a bit better actually than Suicide Squad. But I'm not based off devs, just purely off of what most people will enjoy, like enjoy topic related. <laughs> I also like the gameplay doesn't look that great. I agree with you on that. Um, but I think that uh, it could be fun. Uh, it just depends on mm. what they do with it. I don't think I've seen enough of it either. Um. I'm gonna give that one it's, a bit I more can see DC positivity. Fans liking it. I'm gonna say 79. No, 78. Wrong cursor spot. All right, next one, the Callisto Protocol. That's that Dead Space. Yeah. Uh, spiritual successor. Uh, I'm gonna let you take the lead on this one. Um, I'm super stoked for this. I really want to see how it does, especially against the Dead Space remake, um, mm. because that'll be very interesting to see. Um, I obviously we haven't seen any gameplay, so I, again, like me being a huge Dead Space fan, I will just be very positive on it and uh, say, you know, like they have core team members that worked on those games, so yeah, that you have to like that's got to mean something, right? They they want the mm -hmm. feeling. Um, and, uh, and I just believe in, uh, what is his name? Is it, I don't remember the guy's name. I wish I could. I, I forget every single time because I'm pretty sure his <laughs> name sounds like, or is the same as someone from prison break. And I always get worried that I'm going to like mess something up there. Um, but anyways, he, uh, he's, uh, really talented for sure. And has a huge passion for dead space when he was working on it. And I, so I believe in him and I'm going to say this game is going to be a 89. 89. Yeah. Honestly, I think there is, yeah, there is so much potential for this game to be really, really fucking good. And yeah, like you said, we haven't seen much, but we know who's working on it and they have a great track record. Um, Part of, for me, what makes me so excited is, uh, I don't know if you've watched, I think it's the No Clip documentaries about Dead Space. Yeah, that's what I'm basing it, it off of. Yeah, yeah, because it seems my like feelings there's on the guy. so much that they wanted to do with Dead Space, but just because of hardware limitations, uh, couldn't yet. But now they can. Like, we're on a whole new generation, and all those crazy-ass ideas they had before are possible. And that's so exciting to me that they have so much, like, untapped ideas Ready to go. So yeah, I, th I think this game could totally be amazing. Um, Glenn Schofield, that's who I'm thinking of. Mm -mm. I'm going to say uh, 89 would have been my pick. So I'm going to say 88. Okay. 
Uh, next one is the Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe, which is the... Uh, it has been said to be a re-release of the Stanley Parable, though I feel like me and most other people who have been following it would say it's probably going to be more than just a re-release. Uh, it kind of looks like it's going to be more of a sequel at this point, especially with how much it's been in development. Um, I think it's hard on this one because I think the game is going to be very, 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 very good. Um, but similar to what we were saying before, part of what made the Stanley parable be such a success the first time was because it, we hadn't seen a game like that before. Um, Mm -hmm. but at this point that style of meta storytelling is a little bit more of a thing. Like undertale has done that, you know, Doki Doki literature club has done that. I don't think they've done it as well personally. Um, I'd like the Stanley Parable is such a cool breakdown of like vi- in the interactive medium as a whole. Um, but again, I think it's, it's a small enough game that the people who are reviewing it are the people who really like the Stanley Parable. So I'm going to say it's going to be high. I'm going to say 88. 88. Well, mm-hmm. I, um, enjoyed the game the first or whatever so is this an expansion on it the first one or is this like a remake or is this like adding more to the really no we don't really know it's been marketed as the stanley parable plus more on new consoles but this game got announced three plus years ago i want to say it feels like i've been hearing about it for a long time yeah so it's it's pretty clear it's more than just that and knowing the developer knowing this like what the Stanley Parable is, I it's it's not just a remaster. Yeah, um, I I agree with you. I think this game's going to be really really good. Uh, but I do think I'm curious about how many people will review it too, which could make the score higher. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, yeah, not knowing whether it's like what it is exactly like makes me wonder. Like, just how many places are going to be like reviewing it and and mm-hmm. given like a score or just like being like, uh, is this going to get clicks in the first place? <laughs> you know, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say, I feel like it should be in the 80s for sure. Um, I'm going to say, though, on the lower side, just, I'm going to say 82. 82, yeah. Yeah, I think 80s is a safe bet. All right, and on a similar note as the Callisto Protocol, we've got Dead Space Remake. Um, Nick, what are you thinking for this? I'm so excited. I think this (laughs) game, uh, I mean... if they just add to it and they add a bunch of great features and they don't really change too much for the negative, like it, the first game is legitimately fantastic. It has some old stuff to it and like some fair, you have some fair criticisms of the game when you've played it. Um, but mm-hmm. I do think overall, like the for a package of like when it came out, that thing and with the like what we knew at that time when it came out in two thousand eight, like that game was amazing and it still has a lot of that amazing stuff in it and it still feels great in a, in in some ways and i think it still has a fun story and i think it was it's still pretty original in terms of like like uh not nece- not necessarily theme like aliens in space well that's unique but <laughs> but in terms of like a horror game that like did its own thing having like um a, you know the ui that's like all within game and like oh, having God, pretty much yeah. like all all of that uh was like really unique and i don't see enough games pulling like some of their features still and i think that um it's just such a solid, solid game that if they modernize it and they do add, you know, the the dismemberment, adding different layers of flesh like they were talking about and having reason behind different weapons, a little bit more reason behind different weapons, adding uh, the 
Dead Space 2 Zero Gravity to areas that the first game, Zero Gravity, was really terrible. Getting rid of some of the jank and some of the other stuff. I think the, this game can't be terrible if they don't make it terrible, right? Just make it better, yeah. polish it up. Um, so I feel like I'm going to put in 89 as well, just like Callisto Protocol, because I'm so curious to see which one does better. Yeah, no, you? I think you're, there's so much love for the first game. And yeah, like when I criticized it, most of my criticisms were just age-related. And so a remake that fixes those age-related issues, especially since it's a you know full-on remake, not just a re-release, um, I think it has potential to be a absolute fucking banger, especially since it seems like survival horror is a lot more in fashion right now than it's been for like a while. Um yeah, I I'm gonna say what I said the Callisto Protocol as well, eighty eight. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited. All right. We did it. So there that's it is, our yeah. predictions. <laughs> we probably missed some games, uh, but that's okay. Uh if games get announced in the year, do we wanna just like write numbers in if we remember to, stuff like that, and then go over it at the end of the year? Yeah, yeah, I think that's what we did for last year as well. Like, we didn't make it into a topic okay. or anything like that. We just kind of filled it in, and then we'll, yeah, make sure we talk about it at the end of the year, like you said. Okay, sick. Cool. Oh, oh, actually, one I just remembered out of nowhere, Switch Sports is coming out. Uh, oh, real yeah. Quick, let's bust that one out. Um, Switch Sports. Uh, I'm going to say... Uh, it's going to be on the lower end. The 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 recent development where they the open ish beta, like open to the public beta that they released, uh you're not allowed to talk about it or post screenshots or anything on social media, which to <laughs> me makes me nervous. That makes me like if yeah, what they the were confident in the game, they would <laughs> want people talking about it, right? Yeah. So that makes me a little nervous. It's like the kind of thing I love Wii Sports. But rewatching that trailer, even though it's hyped in the moment now, I'm like, this doesn't look as good as I was maybe hoping it would be, especially since it only has like six sports on launch. It looks fine. Um, it looks fine. I think it looks fine. I think it's going to be a solid like Mario Tennis tier game, though. So I'm, I'm going to say like 74. I'm going to say 76. 76. 76. Yep. Great minds think alike. All right, yeah. and that's that's it for real this time. <laughs> <laughs>